What's up, Marlboro Softball? Scott Seidenberg here. A little late, but a new episode of Marlboro Softball Talk to help get you through this Saturday as you anticipate your games on Sunday morning. And yeah, there is a game tomorrow night as well. Most of the league has a doubleheader tomorrow as we were washed out last Sunday. Well, most of the league, uh, except for my game against Pollock, which was an ugly game. On Union Hill at night, uh, Ed Fratkin, myself, and Pat Brock spent several hours during the day trying to get the field ready for a slop fest that we had uh, on Sunday night against Pollock. Kudos to them for coming out and playing hard. Hey, a win's a win, and I'm not going to apologize for a win, but if people want to keep talking about the play, I'll talk about the play. I was out. If you watched it in super slow motion, it appeared that Steve Fry held the bag before his foot came off the bag. But if you watch the super slow motion that Doug posted on there, you clearly saw Steve Fry's foot come off of first base and then him trying to reach back and retouch the bag. However, I touched the bag prior to him retouching the bag. Now, if you're an umpire like Simon or any human who's watching that from behind home plate in real time, all you see is the first baseman fall off the bag and then attempt to put his foot back on the bag and the runner touching it before the first baseman. Now, did he hold the ball long enough initially and hold the bag long enough initially? Yeah, it's it's a 50-50 call in real time. In real speed, it looks like he fell off the bag in one motion and then reached his foot back. If anything, I think Steve actually made himself look guilty by reaching back to try and retouch first. That probably right there sold Simon on the idea that he wasn't on the bag and he knew it. Like, oh shit, I fell off the bag, let me reach back and touch it. And that sold Simon on that and that's why I was called safe. But you know what? One play doesn't make a game. I know it was in a big spot, but if that play happens in the first inning, no one even blinks an eye. The bottom line, it was an ugly game for both teams. Five hits, for my team, and we came away with the win, and that's all that matters. And a win's a win, and you move on to Sunday and try and get another one. Um, Matt pitched great, by the way. Uh, Not enough credit goes to him. No walks and only five hits allowed. So great job, and so did Eddie. Eddie pitched a great game as well. But now we move on to this Sunday, and before we actually get to the Sunday, I want to give a shout-out to the Marlboro Tournament team. The guys won the NIT at Mercer County Park last Saturday, and that's a big deal for those of you who don't follow tournament softball. Right now, because of that win, the Marlboro Tournament team earned a berth into the World Series, and because of the win, they're currently the number one ranked team in the state. So doing our league proud, making us look good, and why not, right? We're the best softball league in the state of New Jersey. We should have the best tournament team in the state of New Jersey. So congrats to those guys. Uh, AJ was tournament most valuable player. Fradkin, Toronto, uh, Blackburn all made the all tourney team. So great job uh, by those guys. Congrats to uh, Lugos and Frank and Ed and Pingaro and everyone who runs that team. Great job there. So let's get to tomorrow's games. There's a lot of them because of double headers. And to help me break it down is Tony Rogiers. What's up, Tony? Your thoughts on your team early on here in the season? Uh, it's I, I like my team a lot. Um, I think we got a lot of flexibility, a lot of different places. Um, and you know, playing with it, with Fred is is quite the experience. So 
it's going to be, I think, a, a fun summer for Team Walden. All right. You have a doubleheader tomorrow at Union Hill. First game against Marone. Second game against Goldfarb. Give me the preview on both of those. Oh, uh, both really tough games. I mean, Marone's, Marone's team, you know, maybe Doc is, has lost a little bit. Um, but Caputo is an absolute stud. So playing against him. And you're playing him on Union Hill Road, which means intentionally walk him every time. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, if uh, if anything, maybe just leave the bat at home, Mike, and you know, the the, the third and fourth time, you know, stand on second base. But yeah, so I mean, Glenn's team is good. Glenn always finds a way to be in games, and then that Goldfarb team. I know their first week they didn't score a lot of runs, but they the top of their lineup is definitely one of the better ones. I mean, between their first three picks, you know, Perigine, Cordy. And uh, DiNapoli, you know, that's uh, that's a tough part of the lineup to get through. So do you think you split tomorrow? you think you win them both? What do you say? I mean, I'm not going to make a prediction on our games here and give anybody bulletin board. But, you know, you show up at the field and you want to win every game. So that's what we're going to do. Wow. Tony Facebook is much different than Tony Podcast. That is unbelievable. <laughs> well, I also have to, you know, behave myself because I'll show up in the morning and Fred will slap me around a little bit. So, you know, he's, I'm a little more reserved with him this year. All right. Well, let's preview the rest of the games. A lot of teams have doubleheaders, obviously, because of the washout last Sunday. Uh, game one at the Swim Club, my team against Harris. What do you like? Uh, I, I mean, even though it's not Union Hill, I still like your team. I mean, your lineup is very good. You got speed, um, you know, uh, all over the place. And just defensively, too, you know, your infield is very, very solid. So I'm going to go with your team there. All right. Harris stays there for the second game at the Swim Club where they take on Marone. Uh, oh, man. I'm going to go Marone there. Wow. You're giving Harris the 0-2 on a doubleheader. Oof. Yeah, I mean, they, listen, they they got some some good players on that team, but I think, listen, it's it has nothing to do with Glenn, but you know, the the on his team, they're going to show up and they're going to give him a shot to win. Okay, let's move to East Francis, where Team Laraca has a double dip. Up first, it's Laraca against Conti. What does Tony Ooh. think about that one? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Frank here, just. Because I also it'd be it'd be fun if uh, if he drops another one. Um, I know there's a trash talk, Nakios and Conti, and you know uh, maybe I'll, I'll jump in on that a little bit. Okay, all right. Laraka's second game is against Pingaro. Uh, <laughs> you're killing me with that one, Frank and Pat. Um, I mean, I think you know where I'm going here. I, I'm going with Pat on this one. My my man, my man AJ is gonna get down. Okay, let's move on, and let's go to the Goddard-Kessler matchup at Manalapin. Ooh, um, another tough one. I mean, I think I think Goddard coming off a tough loss the first week. Uh, I think guys are going to rally behind him and, and pull one out uh, this week for him. All right, to the middle school we go. Goldfarb against Pollock. Speaking of tough losses, Pollock had a tough one against uh, me on Sunday night. Yeah, um, I'm de- I'm gonna go Goldfarb there. I I just uh, right now this part of the season, I don't know if if Pollock's lineup can keep up with you know the offense that's gonna come out of that Goldfarb team. All right, speaking of offense, Team Demarco at Morel takes on Team Lapine. Oh, 
Yeah, that's going to be probably like a 30 to 29 game um, <laughs> in that one. So, you know, DeMarco is very confident right now. He's on a high. Let's, uh, let's go DeMarco in that one. And Lapine stays at Morrell for the second game against Steinberg. Um, that one, oh, man. It's, that's, that's like two opposite teams, you know. It's, Steinberg's going to play a lot of D. They're going to, you know, hit consistently. But, again, Lapine, that team has the, the top four or five guys that can really, really hurt you. So let's, let's go Lapine in that one. Okay. Pa, Pingaro has his early game. I know we talked about him with the late game at East Francis. Pingaro has the early game at uh, Municipal against Drashinsky. What do you like in that matchup? Ooh. So early and then late. You know, in the uh, – let's get Drashinsky in this one. You're taking Drashinsky in this one? Yeah. All right. Give him Pingaro the split of the day. I, I, have, Pingaro. Yeah, a... I have Pingaro in both of those games. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's, you know, coming in the morning, you know, Frank is, you know, him and Pat are close. You know, I'm thinking maybe the team is looking a little bit more to, to oh, the night. Looking game. ahead. Okay. They're yeah. Looking ahead. So Jashinsky trying to take advantage of a team looking ahead to the next game. All right. I see what you're doing there. Right. <laughs> you won't give the predictions on the uh, your two games. Uh, I'll go ahead and I'll say Walman Marone. Uh, and Walman Goldfarb. I'm going to give you guys a split. Uh, I think you are guaranteed to win one of their games, one of those games. And I won't say, yeah. and I won't say which one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, they, I think I, they're prom- both I promise you, you will not go 0-2. Uh, I mean, that's a tough promise to make. But, I mean, uh, when you're in this league, any Sunday, anybody can show up and win a game. So, uh, I don't know about guarantees here. Well, I, I'd be shocked if you go 0-2. Uh, I think uh, it's 1-1 one one or 2-0, and but definitely going to win one game at least. Uh, the other Union Hill games, uh, Polzer against Lombardi. Who do you like there? Uh, give me Polzer in that one. You're, you're putting Jeremy on Union Hill. I mean, if you let him swing the bat, then that's, uh, he's – he is the game changer, so got to <laughs> go Pulser in I that see, one. I see what you did there. That was very clever. I don't think people realize how <laughs> clever you are, but that was very yeah, clever. Yeah, I'm quick on my feet every once in a while. I haven't had a beer yet today either, so I'm still thinking clear. <laughs> All right, Pulser then plays for Reese, the second game of the Union Hill Double Dip. Oh, I mean, again, two games with Jeremy there. I'm going to go Pulser because, he's you know, Pulser can pitch ass off and – Again, you put in Jeremy on Union Hill. He can't bet against him there. And the night game, Cowboy Mike takes on Steinberg. Uh, so it's Cowboy Mike against his bombing boys. Uh, Union oh. Hill, 6.30 at night. All right. Well, you know, I hate doing this to, to Evan, you know, coming off uh, a championship. But Faris played DeMarco's team really, really tight twice. So I got I like Faris in that one. What a tough uh, opening four games for Cowboy, right? Plays DeMarco twice and then has to play Polzer on Union Hill Road and then has to play Steinberg. I mean, that's just a that's a tough way to open a season. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, but like I said before, it, with this league and the, how balanced the teams are, you know, other than a couple of guys being able to take advantage of that Union Hill park, it it's really is any week any team can show up and and win a game. Well, Tony, uh, thanks for doing this. Uh, congratulations on the Tony win last week. I gave you guys a shout-out earlier in the episode. And I'll probably stop by the field to watch your second game tomorrow. So I'll see you then. 
All right. Yeah. I mean, also, yeah, I touched on that before. The the guys last week all played, you know, incredible. It was just a good team win. Um, I didn't do much, but you know, it was <laughs> you're there for it moral was good. support. Yeah, it was good being there with the guys and you know, it's seeing them win at the end of the day was was definitely huge. Good stuff, Tony. I'll see you tomorrow. All right, see you tomorrow. So that'll wrap it up for this episode of Marlboro Softball Talk. Uh, good luck tomorrow in your games. It's going to be a beautiful day, our nicest day of the year so far. And after last Sunday, why not? 82, it's going to feel incredible tomorrow. So good luck to everybody. Stay safe. And we'll talk to you next week when we have actual Wednesday night games to talk about. Man, I can't wait for it. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is Marlboro Softball Talk. <laughs>